The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about a machine and variants and things from Zeta and then, you know, MSV and stuff. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. I hope you're enjoying the anniversary of Gundam Battle Operation 2. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Dylan. I know I certainly did at least the login bonuses, though I didn't get the high new. Not that I super care. Yeah, I don't have the high new. Did, did you get the Dom Heavy Armed? Uh, no. I, right. That limited mission ends this week, doesn't it? It ended last night. You're out of time. Fuck. Well, whatever. Uh, I managed to I, get it, but it was a grind. I, I have the problem right now where I've actually been mostly playing the PC version because that's where all my friends are playing it. Sure, and sure. And swapping between PC and console is really annoying uh, when I have different units in both games now and all that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, sorry. It, it is ending in math. 11 hours. Well, 10 and a half hours. Never mind. You do have time if you want. but. I mean, it's the Dom Heavy. Uh I don't, I, I don't play in low enough cost to probably actually use it, even though I like having as much as I can. And, you know, in a year it'll be in the DP shop or whatever, so. Probably, yeah. Yeah. It's also, um, it's a weird sh- suit. I mean, I'm I'm writing a co-host post about this, so, you know, ask more on co-host if you want to. But it's like, one, it is a weird, like, at, at 350, it's weird to get a support that is more a general than actually a support. Mm-hmm. That's well, a weird thing. Yeah. And then also, it this is because it is a, you know, exclusive for the event, right? The, like, MS explanation section is really funny to me. Because it's basically them being like, it's just a Dom carrying some more gear. It's not special. You don't want a figure of this. This doesn't upset the lore. Bandai, please. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing with it is, if I remember right, the... the, the um, the Zaku and the Dom Heavy Arms are actually both rooted in Gundam Battle Operation 1 because of the nature of how that game, you know, split up the factions. Uh, they needed mm. more long-range units for Zeon, and so they made a long-range variant of the Zaku and of the Dom. Uh, the Zaku used the Magella Top Cannon, and it also had the Knuckle Shield, much like how the Dom also has the uh, little Knuckle Shield. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of like where the, they actually originated as GBO1, which is why, that, if you look on the website, that's actually where they're credited as coming from, which is just funny to me, because it is just the Dom holding a different set of equipment. Yeah, um, I didn't know if that was a shorthand for just, like, from the GBO series, but if it is specifically GBO1, that's interesting. Yeah, huh. like, let me uh, pull it up. Yeah, here, uh, this is the Dom heavy arms type uh from gbo1 and you can see it has the knuckle shield and it has the storm mm-hmm. faust and all that it was just they, a, re- they uh, renamed it well yeah the, i mean <laughs> it, it was it's con it's dom and a bunch of kanji the kanji are the same between versions there was no english version of G- gbo1 so it's just funny because the zaku is still the zaku heavy arms and this is now the dom heavy armed yeah okay. consistency <laughs> gotcha 
Yeah, and then let me see. Uh, where's that Zaku at? Um, yeah, here it is. Here's the Zaku. And the Zaku, they added for an event like, I think it was two anniversaries ago. It was an anniversary unit, but it's the one with the missiles on the leg and the Magella top and all that. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. that guy. So those are these are the uh, GBO1, because, of course, I have all the GBO1 bios saved. Um, sure. Look, I don't want them being lost to time. Because, um, I mean, that web. I think the website's gone now. I don't think it's even around for archival purposes, so... May as well. Uh, I, I wish they would bring back the old emblems that they had from that one, because they, they put the uh, Gundam Front Tokyo Christmas uh, emblems in uh, GBO1 as an event item. Uh, oh, those are cute. Uh-huh, I, I, I like them. Uh, I, I think these would be fun little emblems. It's funny, because they even... Now that I look at it, God, a lot of the camos we have aren't actually new. They actually are all... Even the idea of like the HD camos come from this, you can see. These are all pictures from GBO1. Hmm. But anyway. Yeah. Gun and Battle Operation. We, we're, all, we're always going to talk about it because it's, it's always updating, so we can't ever not talk about it every week. Can't um, ever escape. Uh, and of course, next week is the Nightingale, the unit I actually care about getting. So you know. Unfortunately, this seems like they made it kind of shitty, but... Oh, yeah. did it? Did they? Yeah, I mean, this is also one of those things where it's like the Reddit, you know, looking at, like, early hands-ons, and they always jump to a lot of conclusions, of course, and often they're wrong, but it does seem like it's a little underpowered. We will see. Uh, I, I would be curious to see in action, because let me tell you, the Reddit is, especially since the PC version opened up, uh, full of morons. Uh, regularly in my, uh, with the people I play GBO2 with, uh, they are posting the Reddit, and it's usually the dumbest threads I've ever seen talking about the game, and it drives me nuts. Mm. I do not like seeing posts from that Reddit. <laughs> they're, 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 my favorite one was, I can't remember if it was the Reddit or the Steam one, where it's like, uh, do you think they will ever... Do you, I think they should add crossover mechs. Ah, uh, here we are. Yes, it is the GBO2 Reddit. Crossover mechs, Macross, VF1A, etc. Um... I, I just, I, I love people that just are like, yeah, they should just do this completely out of left field thing and all that. Look, I'm sorry. I, I get driven nuts by the, the by these things. It's funny. It's, I check it just about every day for kind of no reason. I don't know why I do, to be honest. But like, yeah, you know, it, it is it is very cherry picking. Those messages are like once a month, something like that bubbles through. Mostly it's just people being like, here is a clip of me being cool. And you're like, nice job, buddy. That's fair. <laughs> to be fair, people are probably going out of their way to look for things to annoy me, to link me. Sure, sure. Which is how things go sometimes. Uh, I just know that there, especially, again, in the wake of the PC version, there were just so many things. Well, people were just saying things like... <sighs> there were people saying things... Like, I remember there was stuff about, like, you know, certain suits being underpowered or whatever, and my brain is like, wait, no, why are they saying this about, like... I don't know, the GPO-1 or something like that. Some of the suits that are considered some of the best suits in the game. You know? Sure. And it's mostly sure. because the North American player base, uh, which is primarily on the Reddit, uh, doesn't really know how to play the game very good. Hence hence why, I, even though I'm in A rank now on PC, I still get into matches where someone plants a bomb at the 40, like when there's 40 seconds left. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're not contributing to the fight. And what are you doing? etc. Yeah. yeah. Which, 
makes me very sad. The, I will say the console player base, uh, definitely a much higher uh, caliber of skill than the PC one. <laughs> um, but I digress. Lots of opinions about a game that I am kind of competitive in. Can't help it. We are on the first half of the listener request list. Woo! Let's see what we get. <laughs> okay. All right. Seems very guessable. ORX-005. Oh, uh, that would be the complaint. That one I that do know. That would be the complaint. Yes. Like, immediately... <laughs> Uh, as soon as you said ORX, I'm like, okay, well, it's either ORX, ORX005 is the compliant, or ORX013 is the Gundam Mark V. Um, I will admit, I can't really remember any other ORXs. Uh, I know, obviously there are more, but I'm trying to remember, like, yeah, Complaint is 005, though. That one, of course, I know. What's, okay, what's the Mark IV? Uh, ooh, with the uh, Mark IV, would it be 012? It would, they, yes. Okay, yeah, because okay. the, the Mark V is 013. Okay, what's the Domingo? The Domingo. The Domingo. Well, uh, if you want to be technical, the Domingo could be 005, because the Domingo is the original draft design of the Gaplant, but I'm sure you're not referencing that one. I am referencing that one. It has its own model number. Uh, what was it? Zero three. Okay. Well. And we'll talk about it in just a second. <laughs> yep. Okay, wait. Oh, okay. I see. That's not the same exact design. I'll show you the other Domingo. I assume this is a Domingo that is in, that's like inspired sort of by the yes. by, yeah yeah they they saw the old art where it was labeled the Domingo and went oh let's let, let's make it our own thing all right this is gonna be a long episode all right the Gaplant uh, the Gaplant is a mobile suit transformable one from Zeta Gundam it is introduced I want to say fairly early on it's in the it's, it's when they're on Earth so and it's like Rosamia's uh, initial suit so mm-hmm. I think it's I think we see the Gaplant before we see, like, the Ashamar, maybe. I'm trying to remember. I don't feel like that's true, but I'm not sure. Well, okay, so the the wiki's earliest episode there is for the uh, Gaplant is episode 14. When do we see... Ooh, I don't remember when they... Oh, episode 14 is also when I think the Gaplant, uh, the Ashamar is introduced, so actually same time, okay. Well, well, now we'll have to go with whichever's first in the episode. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not opening it to find out. You can do that if you have it saved. Anyway, I still have my external hard drive with that one plugged in right now. Okay. Well, uh, in that case, to continue uh, the talk, uh, yeah, this is developed by the Titans. Uh, this one is an Augusta mobile suit, or I guess it says. Okay, so it says Augusta and Oakland. So the reason I'm always con- thinking about this is because see. Okay. Yeah. The the Mark V is also, like, an Augusta mobile suit, but it's also ORX. And I've always been curious why why things from Augusta are ORX. I guess it's because Augusta and Oakland uh, do joint research. Okay, now I understand. Um, but anyway, uh, the Gaplant is able to be used as a spacesuit. However, it's... Uh, its mobile armor mode actually does have a shape that benefits it for atmospheric flight. It is one of the, it is kind of a happy accident that it worked out that way. 
because it was not actually originally designed to be an atmospheric suit. Um, it was also designed uh, in a way that I think is really cool because um, it is all built-in weapons. Uh, the only handheld things it uses are beam sabers. Uh, and I guess let's get to the design. So starting with the head, we have a very long head, uh, like front to back long, um, where the top of the head has like a little red visor piece uh this visor piece does not move even though it looks like it would be able to like maybe like move over the eye a bit um but you have this red visor overlooking a long sort of chin that extends far uh and uh on the sides of the head you have like these two cheek pieces that also have pieces that extend forward uh to the sides of the elongated chin there and deep and set in this very like this face which has you know a big gap in the middle uh is a mono eye um so yeah like a long chin long side cheek vents uh you know you have this long piece on top uh very very unique head design um now it, we're gonna talk more about the domingo later but uh this suit this version of the suit actually i think has a very unique mono eye head uh, yeah, in comparison yeah. to like a lot of other mono eyes just having that like because like it, it, it's just like a really it's it's not like your normal like mono eye on a track it's just kind of like a mono eye deep set within a you know like this weird helmet um mm -hmm. that, that it just gives it this really cool look um the way the eye is mounted forward inside of the little area too, it kind of like, no matter what angle you're looking at it from, you're going to see the eye because the eye itself doesn't really like turn or move around in there. Um, it, it, it's a cool looking head. Uh, the uh, back of the head, uh, you actually have, so this is a very weird suit in that it has a head mounted cockpit. Uh, well, I say head-mounted cockpit. Head-mounted cockpit entrance, I should say. Oh, is it uh, like one of the elevator situations? Or? Yes, because you can see <clears> if you look, <throat> uh, here's the settee. Uh, you can see there's a little door on the back of the head. Um, I don't know if it has a torso door. Uh, I think you might need to do like the weird elevator thing, because... Huh. Because, like, well... If you look at the torso... Oh, no, it not... does. It does. Oh, it does? There's Let's also see. settee art of it with the cockpit open. Let me see. Oh, yeah, okay. See, I couldn't ever tell because, like, especially with how the models and whatnot are designed, uh, that overhang, it doesn't... The door opens really weird for the cockpit there because it has, like, a big overhang on the chest. So I guess to describe the chest, uh, you've got what is, like, a elongated, almost jet-like chest. So, like... Like, like, the the front of the chest almost looks like, you know, like the nose cone of a jet to me. Um, mm -hmm. Just, like, with how it points. Uh, it does have, like, a yellow triangle at the end of the point on either side. Um, and then also on the sides of the chest, you do have uh, yellow inset vents. Um, this, this whole upper torso kind of hangs really, like, hard above the rest of the torso in which... You have, like, a middle section that has some cut-in vents, and then you have, as you mentioned, the cockpit hatch in the middle there. Um, and, like, but, like, it's it's just a weird sectioning of the chest, because, like, this whole upper torso is kind of just separated from that. Um, 
You also have an interesting thing going on with the shoulders, wherein, like, the collar area uh, it goes really high and, like, around, like, the arm area. Um, you just got these, like, and the head is kind of inset in the chest because of this. Um, it, it, it's a, it's a very awkward looking suit. If you've ever played Gundam Breaker and you've tried mixing things with the, uh, Hryru, which is a compliant variant that uses the same setup, uh, you notice that putting, uh, heads in the Hryru torso tends to look weird because the, the compliant just has a weirdly, like, it, the head is just situated in a very odd way. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just kind of inset a lot more than most mobile suits. Um, and, yeah, so you've got these high, like, collar pieces that the uh, that the arms are plugged into. Um, but, yeah. Then, um, so, yeah, the arms, uh, you have a very visible, like, frame piece connecting the arm, which is also kind of different, right? Uh, you get, like, this whole, like, gray strut connecting the uh, shoulder into the, um, into the torso there. You have some mm -hmm. visible wires underneath as well. Uh, the wires are green. Uh, then you've got the shoulders themselves, which are these kind of, ooh, how to describe this shape? They are, they're very tall. Um, they are flat on the end. They have, like, a circular shape when you're looking at them from the side. Uh, like a semi-circular shape. Um, has a little bit that hangs down on the front over the bicep, and then it's got, like, an extra guard that hangs down over the side of the bicep, and then I believe the back is the, yeah, the same design. It's the same design front and back. Uh, it does have a, like, thruster on the front and back, um, right above the little bit of armor that hangs above the, uh, biceps. Um, mm -hmm. the biceps also have a cable running on them, uh, just visible cables. Uh, these cables run from the upper arm into the lower arm. Uh, then the, the bicep itself, otherwise nothing too crazy going on with it. Uh, you have the joint, uh, the joint has a strut connecting into a large binder. We'll talk more about that when we talk about the weapons, but has these struts in the elbows that are connected into the binders. Then you've got a, uh, forearm that is mostly green. Then like where the wrist is, uh, you get a bit of a wrist extension going into the middle of the arm, uh, and then the hand, uh, they both are in blue. Um, you also have some outward, like, thrusters on the arms. Uh, all the outer thrusters are what kind of make this feel like it would be a space-based suit, right? Like, all yeah. these, like, burn yeah. everywhere. Even though, it just turns out, it works really well on the ground. Um, uh, yeah. Moving on to the waist, uh, we have a rather large crotch piece, uh, that goes down pretty far, um... Then we've got an interesting skirt situation. The front and the back skirt and the top of the side skirt are all kind of one piece. So you've got, uh, you know, the front blue part of the skirt. Uh, then you've got the side and the back. And they're all connected to each other, right? The front, back, and side. It's like mm -hmm. almost like one piece. Uh, then the side skirt itself, though, the actual side skirt is uh, you have a blue piece hanging off as the side skirt underneath that whole setup of the front and rear skirt. Um, now, the model kits tend to modify this for obvious reasons, because this would, uh... Turns out if you had the front and back skirts connected, this inhibits mobility greatly. Um, <laughs> sure, makes sense. Because, you know, you can't rotate that front skirt without having the back rotate, too. Um, but, uh, yeah. 
Which actually, now that I think about it, I think that's actually might be the solution is that the front and the back move together. I can't remember now. Uh, I've only built the Hyru, not the original Gaplant, though. Um, though it does have this the, this whole thing underneath. Um, anyway, uh, the legs, uh, we've got that kind of upper leg shape that I associate with Zeta, because it reminds me of, like, I think the Rick Diaz also kind of has this leg shape where it's got, like, the, you know, it's it's mostly uh, straight up until where you're about to hit the joint, then it kind of, like, poofs out a little. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, the, the you kind of have... Uh, it's not quite the same on the Rick Diaz, but you, you tend to have this leg shape, I feel, on a lot of, like, suits in Zeta, where the upper thigh kind of has a bit more going on than you expect in terms of shape. Um, then you've got the joint, then you have the lower legs. The lower legs have... It doesn't really have any, like, knee armor in the same way, because the joint is just exposed, like, completely, you know? Um... You've got, like, this bulging armor on the bottom of the thigh, and then, you, and then like, that would run... If you had the legs completely straight, that would run with uh, the armor on the uh, upper calf in the middle there. But it's not actually protecting the knee. It's more so that... I, I think it's more... That's for when it's transformed, so the legs are all kind of squished together, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. In a more straight shape. It's just interesting that it doesn't have any cover over the joint, which is something we usually get on these suits. Um, you got a bit of a bell-bottom going on, though. Uh, on the outside of the bell-bottom, you have two, th two outward thrusters, uh, and then you also have one on the back right above the foot. Um, you do have a piece of armor hanging above the foot on the front, uh, and then the feet themselves are rather large. Uh, you've got a big green toe... Uh, the rest of the foot is blue. You've got these kind of larger, uh, a larger like back heel piece. Um, then finally, the backpack is kind of like a weird. So it is like a backpack that is in there. It is like a just a big thruster, basically, right? Um, mm -hmm. It sticks out pretty far. Uh, at the base of it, you have three thrusters, two located closest to the back, and then one in between. So you have like a little triangle of thrusters. And then the bottom of the rest of the part that's hanging over is also just like a single big thruster. Um, the effect is kind of like a big fin. Mm hmm. Uh, and yeah, this is the good plan. It's a weird shaped suit. It's a, it's a suit I really like from Zeta, though. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. I, uh, I don't. I guess the problem for me is it feels so overshadowed to me by the Masala, which I just think is way cooler. I think the Masala is really cool. I just, well, the reason I like this and I'll talk about this is uh, the weapons. Uh, I like the, so it's got the arm binders I mentioned, wherein they are a shield, a thruster and a beam rifle. Uh, mm. And I believe in some media, it can also emit beam sabers from the, uh, from the uh, arms as well. Uh, though this is not always shown to work that way. Yeah. Like what What media? Uh, believe in... What was it? Uh, the Gundam Battle games for the PSP. They run with uh, making them just uh, do the beam sabers. Huh. Okay. Out of the binders. Though I'd have to check. I know, I know for sure I've seen some... Some video game somewhere doing the uh, beam saber out of the binders, though it's not common. Uh, I mean, a lot of things do that with Zeta stuff in general because, well, you know, 
A lot of things in Zeta use beam sabers as rifles and vice versa. <laughs> true, true. I do also really like, um, I have to have to give it, the, the mobility of these binders, like, is kind of unbelievable. Here's, like, a shot from the show of it just doing, like, VTOL, because it's just pointing these things straight down relative to its body. Mm-hmm. Um, it can spin these binders completely 360 degrees and operate them while doing that, and that's pretty wild. That's the thing I like about it, yeah, is that it has these rotatable binders that, you know, it's a very simple suit. Like, the Masala I like, but the Masala is a complex suit. You've got, like, the shoulder missiles, you've got, like, the weird big extra claws on the arms, you've got the huge back uh, beam cannons, etc. I kind of like this thing just for its, like, elegant simplicity on what it's doing. Um, It's a transformable mobile suit, it's got almost, you know... The binders are where most of its functions are lying in, and then it has some handheld beam sabers it can pull out, uh, just in case. I guess um. the other thing is, I like better the uh, the AOZ render of it, which uh, stylistically uh, has a anti-curves agenda in a way that I think looks terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... The um, other cool thing that these binders can do in both versions is uh, they can actually shorten or elongate as necessary, too, which I always like when a shield can do that. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the main reason I'm thinking about that is I have the GPO-4 Robot Spirits on my desk, and it has, unlike the RE-100, it uses the shield from the old art of the GPO-4, which is a collapsible shield, and I think it looks actually kind of cool having the shield collapsed. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the the planet is just really cool to me. Um, oh, I should have mentioned the rear of the, uh, like, the butt thruster, I guess. It has a big thruster in the butt as well. It, mm-hmm. This thing is covered in thrusters in, like, all directions. Like, well, it definitely has, like, little maneuvering verniers that feel like they would be more suited for space. This thing, you can kind of see why it would be able to fly, though. Much like the Beerlet, it kind of just has a lot of thrusters that are pointing downward that are big thrusters, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, again, it, its transformation is a pretty good shape. Um, you know, the reason why that chest looks like a nose cone is when this turns into its MA mode. So, to, to describe the MA mode, basically all you do is swing the whole leg structure back and swing the arms back. The shoulders then tuck into, like, those nice curved uh, collar pieces I was talking about. Like, they just kind of pull in. Uh... While the legs are swung back, the crotch just pops up like that big front crotch piece, and that, you know, hides over the cockpit of the mobile suit, and then... Oh, I guess actually, now that I think about it, this is why you would also need the head exit, because if you park this in MA mode, you need that to be able to get out. Oh, sure. That actually makes sense. And part of the reason to park it in MA mode is because one of the attachments you can do is a large booster. isn't. You're not going to be able to attach that when it's in mobile suit mode. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the long crotch piece and the, um, the chest piece kind of meet up to just make a very standard, like, jet nose, basically, is what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, then the head tucks into the little bit, the little bit in there. It doesn't really tuck very much, honestly, because it's already inset in the torso. Um, and yeah, and then the binders just, the, the, the arms are pointed back and the binders are pointed forward and the binders have thrusters at the end, so they just kind of act like wings. And as you mentioned, they are able to rotate so they can do, like, weird VTOL maneuvers and such. It's um, a very effective transformation. It is one of the one, one of those MA modes that just looks good. 
Yep, and it's a very simple one too. It's not even like it's a very complex uh, MA mode, you know. It is. Uh, well, when you build your suit with the MA mode in mind, then yeah. it's easier to do that. Uh, yeah, and the atmospheric booster is pretty cool. Uh, it's just a large thruster that you attach onto the uh, back of it. Um, it attached. It specifically attaches into that butt thruster, uh, and itself, it just has a thruster on top, a couple of wings nearer to the front, and then on the back, you also have some wings on the bottom of it, and then just a big pair of thrusters on the back. Um, I imagine most of the mass of this thing is also just fuel. Um, so yeah, this is just like a, we are doing a long-range flight. Uh, it, this is a large ejectable, you know, rocket, basically. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Um, I have the AOZ version of this rocket attached to my Heisen play. So, because the AOZ, AOZ just uses this on a bunch of designs, this exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I don't like it very much, but it's fine. Oh, I like it. Uh, I think it's a cool design. I don't but, have, like, a moral stance against it or anything. I'm just like, eh, doesn't work for me. Fair enough. Uh, alright, uh, so, yeah, not really any other version, well, I guess there is one color variation to talk about, or two color variations, Ugh. both are from, uh, fucking Johnny Ryden's Fun Adventures manga. Um, you get a blue plant that is, like, blue with, uh, as the primary, um, instead of the green. And it's got, like, a lighter blue. It's kind of in Mark V colors, actually, now that I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, though, I, I would say that those, like, lighter parts should also be white. Though it does have white on the crotch and the arms, so it's definitely trying to go for those vibes, I think. Um, I, I agree with you. And then you get the weird Gaplant Ingrid, which I... This is used by Johnny Ridden. Uh, it is a it is kind of its own version, but it doesn't have its own article, so I guess we'll talk about it. Uh, it doubles up the arm binder connections because it has gigantic arm binders. Um, though part of my brain hates this because I'm like, wait, how does it rotate those binders? I guess it doesn't because it has two arms and it, there's no... When it has one arm, you understand how that can rotate on one arm. Uh, when it has two arms holding into it, I don't understand how that rotates now. I mean, know? I know how you could do it, but it would be quite the mechanism. Yeah. But you'd, um, you'd have to basically have the second part rotate as it pivoted. It would be a fucking thing. It, that, yeah, no. Uh, that would be weird. Um, but the binders are replaced with the even larger binders. They almost are shaped like giant plant shields with definitely way bigger beam cannons at the bottom and definitely bigger thrusters at the top. It's basically mm -hmm. you just made round, huge binders. Also E-Packs. Uh, yeah, there are E-packs lodged into the uh, guns at the base, too, which is interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. No way it's reloading these on its own. It needs partner mobile suits to reload them. Um, but, uh, yeah. I just if, feel like I feel uh, like I, you wouldn't be able to reach to that, well, no matter which way. The difference is, like, the Gaplant, those... No, even the Gaplant has this, but... Given that we don't know how these arm struts work, you're almost certainly right. However, I could see a situation where the shield binder can slide on that rail, can slide up so mm. that it could reach. Okay. Fair I'm enough. just saying a theoretical possibility that is almost certainly not true. That's all. 
Um, before we move on to any other variants as well, just to keep with things that are on the main page for our listeners at home, uh, I actually really like this custom model. I don't know which magazine this is from. This is from one of the magazines. Um, Dengeki. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, this is a Karaba use version, like a stolen Karaba version. Uh, the, they did. It's based on the Zeta Plus A1, if you can tell from the color scheme. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of a more sleek Gaplant, right? It's uh, it's in gray and blue, like the Zeta Plus, um, gray, blue, and white. Uh, it's the binders are, they they these are more rounded binders and more sleek, but they look way cooler than that Ingrid version. Um, they it looks like they have, so, it looks like they would have, like either, I, I think those would be double beam rifles at the end. Like it yes. has two barrels. But I think they also seem like they'd probably be lower powered. Um, but it, another cool change is if you look at the side skirts, it's added beam cannons to the side skirts. And if you look at its MA mode, because there's, normally those beam cannons would, or the uh, side skirts would um, just kind of be facing forward. Uh, when you put beam cannons in there, it turns out you end up with forward facing beam cannons. What are those beam cannons? Or is it the S Gundam I'm thinking yeah, of? Yeah, the, uh, the S Gundam and I. Doesn't the Zeta Plus C1 have them? Zeta Plus C1? Entirely possible. Uh, yes, the Zeta Plus C1 also has those. Okay. Uh, does a, even does the same thing. Well, kind of a similar thing, and it's way brighter. Um, the other weird guns that this oh. adds, though, is if you look behind the shoulders, too, um, it has... Uh, I assume those are beam sabers that can operate as beam guns, because if you look at it in mobile suit mm-hmm. mode, they hang over like that. Yeah, um, probably. Also, you're right. It is almost certainly the Zeta plus C1 reference because these colors are exactly that. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, I bet those are beam sabers on the back now because if you change those side skirts, uh, I imagine that you, it, it doesn't have the beam sabers in the top of the side skirts anymore. Gotcha. Grab. So now they've moved them to the back, but that also means they can move forward. This is a really cool model custom, actually. Um Unfortunately, I can't include it on our list. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's just a... Very fake. It's a, you know... I mean, Dengeki model, it's just as semi-official as anything else in Dengeki. Like, Advance of Zeta's in Dengeki hobby, so... You, uh, know. you know what? I'll add it then. I'll add it. Sure. May as well. I mean, it's a machine uh, we covered that is a unique design that is in... Mm-hmm. That is in officially licensed media. <laughs> now, the question is, do I do a do I do a Don Juin? Do I respect the fact that they misspelled Karaba? I think I have to. Yeah, may as well. Uh, by the way, just a, a complete tangent here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at the on the Gundam Wiki, which we are using right now, um, uh-huh. there is a section on the side for like, oh, and here's what people are editing recently and stuff, right? Um, uh-huh. And because of this, I ended up clicking a link um, to a thing from UC Engage. The Engage so, Amma? Yeah. Yeah, I've checked it on the Engage Gundam a few times. No one has been updating the base page. It says that the variants, the, 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 like the models that the Engage Gundam can become are the booster equipment, the cannon, and the heavy armor. And then I see the Engage Hamma, and then I click the link at the bottom of the Engage Hamma, and it is a family tree of the 50 billion things the Engage Gundam can become. And I'm like, no one told me. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. I actually, so funnily enough, I have I have this image saved. I probably should have told you because, uh, or not image this uh this web link saved because yeah, I I save all the uh things. I mean, this is a whole family tree. You've got it, it, to be fair, it also has like you know extra suits on there. Like you have the GPO one spinoff because you know the engage is the GP 0 but then you have things like the super engage and 
all the different funnel versions, etc. Um, you have, now, like, several the, different, like, uh, giant hands versions. It's the Engage like, Hama is new to me, um, but a lot of these variations, I believe, I've already had saved for a while. Um, they just didn't have official art, they just have the, um, they have the, um, you know, CG art for the game, so that's why I yeah. not really... No, it's fair, it's, it's just sort of, you know, as a person who is like, oh, sure, there's the version where it's a heavy Gundam... There's the version where it's, you know, like, got a boost unit. There's, wait, there's a Hammer Hammer? <laughs> well, the Hammer Hammer one also got art, which is very unique among all these versions. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Uh, I actually opened that up at, on the side because I need to save those images. But also, I need to convert those WebPs into a format that I actually care about. So. <laughs> the P stands for piss. Fuck off with your WebPs. I, I know why. It's very efficient. But unfortunately... Most image-relating software, like, that I have gets acts funky with it. And also, Windows Photo Viewer also doesn't want to just open them. It wants to open it in a browser, and I'd rather not have to open a browser for all these images, you know? I just say WebPs. WebP. Uh, anyway. Uh, so before we cover the Domingo that is, like, the real one, let us cover the fake one, because it is technically a good plant. Uh, let me pull that up for you real quick. Sure. Gundam Wars... Where is... Oh, Model Graphics. Sorry, I forgot. Model Graphics... Gundam Wars Project Zeta, I believe, has the Domingo in the back. There are a lot of Domingos, actually. There are... I, I, I will tell you, there are a lot of early Gaplants, actually. Um, But... um, And you know what? I, I will pull them up. I, I have to, because I feel bad not doing it. But I will give you the Domingo first, though. The one that is explicitly labeled the Domingo. Um... Which you can see there. Uh, oh, what a cool guy. Yeah, that's a cool guy. It's uh, You can see why it's called the Domingo, right? Mm-hmm. With, with the head. Uh, and I, it kind of makes sense because obviously this is a, you know, these are these are Titans suits, right? Um, uh-huh. Well, and the Titans made their take on Azaku, the Hyzak, but they never did their own Dom. Mm, I guess, yeah, I guess that is true. Um... Oh, here we go. Uh, so, well, that's like the original Domingo art, which, so, as we mentioned, has kind of a dom head. Has, like, the Gaplant's torso, but flattened. Like, it doesn't have, like, you know, the chest piece, like, sticking out. I don't mm-hmm. think, I, I don't think this was a transformable is the thing, looking at, like, some elements of the design, funnily enough. Um, uh, other changes are, like, the arms, uh, the shoulder pieces are much bigger. They have, like, a bit of armor sticking out at the top. Uh, the binders on the arms are much smaller. They don't have thrusters. They are just shields and guns. Um, and the gun is just like a barrel exposed. They can collapse down to being quite small. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, it still has the collapsible feature. So the um, bottom of the shield can collapse like basically all the way up into the top. Um, the legs are a little weirder too because like. So the crotch is still actually kind of the same crotch, though the side skirt is very different. You've got like this big side skirt that wraps around the top of the thigh. It's a, it's a weird shape there. Um, then you've got very boxy upper thighs, though it still has that like little knee piece. You do have a pauldron over the knee, which is kind of interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. The lower legs are different in design, though they still have outer thrusters. Uh, the feet are strange because they have a toe, and then instead of... Normally you would have an outer like toe like to expand the footprint, but these have inner like toes, which is weird. 
I think it's supposed to it sort of indicates how they're supposed to stand, right? If you have a wider stance, an inner toe is more valuable. Yeah, it's just really weird because, like, you know, like on the nightingale and all that, like, usually you have an outer, like, the foot extends outward. And but also on those designs, like, I mean, at least on the nightingale, there's a bunch of weight hanging over past the legs. Yeah, this doesn't that's have true. That. Just, I think it also I like, like this better heel. than I like this design better than the complaint. Fair enough. Uh, let me show you a couple other early ones, too, just because, you know, may as well. And I'm sending you the images, so you'll be able to link them. Here's another mm-hmm. early Domingo. Uh, definitely, um, I think this is even earlier than that one, because I have to imagine that's the one, like, right before it came out. Oh, also, Ooh. it has the same backpack as the Kaplant, but it's a lot thicker. Um, this version of the Domingo uh, is actually more similar to the Kaplant in some ways. Like, the waist is more similar to the Kaplant, specifically the way the front and back skirt are connected. Um, though the crotch is now shorter than the Kaplant's, um, and it also, uh, has weirder feet. They're almost like the Kaplant's, but they, not quite, I, they're weird. They have, like, these big side extensions. Well, and they also have the bell bottoms above them, which, you know, at a glance makes it look like they have feet stacked on feet. Yeah, it's really strange. Um... And then finally, these ones have no names, uh, but here are some early Zeta designs by Kazumi Fujita, and you can see Gaplant influences in the one on the left and the right, uh, like, very heavily. Mm-hmm. The, now, these are all unnamed. The middle one I don't really see as a Gaplant very much, but that no. left and right one feel very Gaplant. Uh, the right one has, you know this weird shield that plugs into the arm and like via like visible cables and stuff and has some of the same shapes as the Gaplant going on with like the arm. Um, but the one on the left uh, has like the Gaplant backpack thing going on and like the big tall shoulders. These are really weird. Early Zeta, early Zeta has some wild designs like the early versions. I mean, they're not very Gundam, but like that's, that's speaking with the benefit of hindsight of what Gundam has been become because obviously Zeta's the second Gundam show and yeah. has some pretty significant art changes from the first one. These days we just accept that's part of the Gundam aesthetic, but this is another way it could have gone. Mm-hmm. Well, that like that's like the big thing and like, you know, I'm trying to see real quick if uh, I have any of Fujita's other ones. Oh, uh, okay, actually, sorry. Here's an image of a whole bunch of early Domingos. Uh, oh, mostly wow. all, we've, we've got all this art, actually, we've seen all Three of out of four of these, but look at that uh, second one there. That second one's really cool. Yeah, so I think it, this is kind of like you can see an evolutionary tree going towards like the Gaplant that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, again, probably for simplification reasons, because look at how like liney these early boys are too. Yeah, the third one's still the best one. The third one fucking rules. I like that second one probably best. Or well, uh, the second one is really cool to me. I really like that it has like. I, I, you can see some masala parts in it, actually, probably because the masala wasn't done yet either. Like, if you look at the back binder, you can see it has, like, two binders that move up and down on it. I love the way he draws these arrows. Uh-huh, what weird over-rendered arrows to show you how the binder can move. Um, but I like on that first one, I like the, like, the weird bumps on the shoulder armor, like those uh, mm-hmm. parts sticking out of the shoulders. Um, and I like that really weird little head. Yeah, the uh, head is pretty cool. It's got, like, a really mean-looking face with a really long antenna on it. Uh, and, like, the face has a bunch of, like, vents cut into it, but it's not, like, Gundam-style vents. It's well, almost it like a night helmet eyes. or something. Yeah. 
it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then the second one moves towards almost like a Gaplant like mono eye, but it's still in that same kind of head setup. Mm-hmm. And these are all really good. I, I like all of the designs. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to link those because again, it's early Zeta stuff, and uh, I have access to a lot more early Zeta stuff now. So when we run into other Zeta suits, I have more things to link. Um, fucking Bam. real quick, just to show you one other weird one uh, that I we already covered the beer line, right? Yes, I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, here, check out uh, Fujita's early beer lint, too, just to show you that. Look at this bug. Yeah, uh, it <laughs> looks like an Elgheim design, doesn't it? Especially that head. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you got these wild arms, like, that are even longer than the normal ones. Like, what a weird guy. Uh, it's it's also more knightly looking somehow, though. It's like, mostly the helmet, I think. I think it's the helmet, and also the leg stance, too. Like, it's got, like, a very proud, upright leg stance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very strange guy. Anyway, sorry, just wanted to show you some early Zeta stuff. Moving on now, uh, we mentioned the Domingo. There is an actual Orex 003 Domingo from the Jared Sorty Order gamebook. <laughs> Jared, yes. This gamebook actually had another design that I care about, too, which is the Dura. Uh, if you look at the main page, uh, you know, we'll cover those. Let's throw these in at the end because they are designs that we never would have covered uh-huh. Uh, but also, we've already covered the gun tank and the the Dura's kind of a Theo or something. I don't know what it is, actually, but we'll never cover it. And they came up incidentally, so we'll we'll cover them at the end because they aren't related to the Gaplant. But I, I want to mention them. Um, anyway, the Domingo in this book is really weird. We only have a picture of it transformed because uh, this is like a game book. Um and it, you can even see, if you look on the right, it's literally a choose-your-own-adventure, like, go to page whatever if you choose these options, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the Domingo here does not look at all like the Domingo we have. What this actually looks like to me is the Sturmjaeger, which is a design by um, uh, Kazumi Fujita. Or not Kazumi Fujita, um, by uh, uh, Kondo. Because he's a Kondo. And, like, here, real quick. Look at the Sturm and look at its arms specifically. Oh, you see what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's not honestly, exact, but this looks like something from fucking like the original Ghost in the Shell manga. Yeah, it's. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't look. You, I can't imagine this being a mobile suit. Is no. basically it. Yeah. Like I, it's just two arm binders and like the torso and head, but like there's no legs or anything. It's just like a weird jet. Uh, which is funny, because that'll come up again uh, in a little bit. But, yeah. Uh, it, it, the Domingo, though, not much about it, because it's from this game book. It is a uh, weird... A, a, a large body frame, nearly 25 meters in height, was needed to accomplish the transformation. It takes about 2 to 3 seconds to turn into its flight form, but 10 seconds to transform back. I think that's really funny. Yeah. So, it, it's something that can't actually transform... Honestly, I like when they go with the idea of, like, a transformation destroying the suit or, like, messing it up or needing to take time like that. Because mm-hmm. um, by the time you start getting the ones in Zeta, they're all pretty quick. Which, to be fair, they're simple transformations. But I like the idea of a complex one. Well, I say that. The Psycho Gundam has kind of a long transformation now that I think about it. But it's just, that just doesn't look good. That's that's a difference. Yeah. Um, um, I also... want to know what this looks like as a mobile suit now, though. <laughs> I guess the other thing that's, I feel like it is, I don't know. 
I guess probably this is f f older than than this than what I'm about to say. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, but like, I also whenever people in whenever like in Gundam they have like oh and this thing's transformation is a little wonky. I am I feel like there's a part of this that is like not subconscious, right? But just sort of low key, like remembering what a, what a motherfucker the Zeta's transformation has been for Gunpla. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ruined so many kits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Including know, well, the new one that was, like, advertised on, this will make it fine. It did not make it fine. Yeah. Though, uh, apparently the Verka is okay? N I mean, th that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, it's better. Really? It's better. But I'm a, I, you know, and also, I don't have it myself. And you per there's, a, there's a very real possibility that this is just, you know, someone dramatizing or whatever but i did see someone who was demonstrating it who was like i'm pretty disappointed and they used they have a video of themselves turning it into ma form and picking it up and then it just falls apart mm. i watched Wata i think it's the shield it was, falls off i think i watched watafa transform it and i thought it looked all right but I, I mean it probably depends on i mean what you consider good is probably going to vary depending on your modeling experience because like uh, you know, I still run into the problem of people who are newer into modeling than I am complaining about uh, kits that I think are perfectly fine. So, like what? You know. uh, well, recently, um, I had a disagreement with someone in the abnormal mapping Discord. Not gonna name names because it's just a disagreement of opinion about the um, uh, the VF or the YF nineteen uh, high grade. Uh, oh, okay. I thought the YF-19 high grade was a really fun build. I actually think the uh, stickers... So it uses those new type of, like, really thin stickers that lay really flat um, that they were advertising. They work really well. Um, and also, I mean, you kind of need them because it's a jet. Or, like, mm -hmm. most of the stickers go on the jet mode, you know. And I get why you need them because, you know, it's it's a jet. Um I thought overall, though, it was a really fun build, and then there was a person who was complaining about, they said they were having a lot of frustrations and they weren't able to get the head to come together, and for me, it's like, no, nah, it just, it, it worked. Hmm. So, I don't know, I, I'm trying to think of other models. Uh, usually it comes up with high grades, I'm much more forgiving on, like, high grades and some earlier master grades than modern modelers tend to be. Sure, that's Anyway, fair. like I said, I started the hobby in, like, 2011. 2010 actually and my very first master grade was the unicorn and i've never built anything as bad as that unicorn master grade honestly to this day even old high grades are better than that unicorn master grade that unicorn master grade was awful um and i didn't know it was awful at the time i i instead was like oh no i'm so bad at building and that's why it was such a bad build uh, i should have started with something easier and then i learned many years later no actually this thing just sucks fuck this thing anyway all right other developed from in the complaint is a bit of a weird one. Uh, we have the Gundam GT4 from MS Generation, uh, which is a 1989 Dengeki Comics manga. Uh, mm -hmm. The GT4 fucking rules. Uh, I know about this design because it actually shows up in, uh, what is it, uh, uh, Gun SD Gundam G Generation. Uh, this is a complex guy. The GT4 or the G4 plan which stands for Gundam Transformer Flight and Operations Unifications Reactor. No, reactors. It is Operations Sorry, Unifications Reactors. It is all three are plural. Yeah. So, uh, it has three... trans. This is a three-way transformation, actually. It's a three-way transformable mobile suit. 
Uh, and, okay, so starting with the head, we have an elongated Gundam head. Um, it does have a V-fin uh, and a mask, though otherwise this does not resemble really much of a Gundam, right? But this is the 80s. This is when what mm-hmm. is a Gundam is also, like, one of those burning questions on our mind. Uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, the torso is an elongated torso, similar to the Gaplants. Uh, does have the vent on either side. Does not have the jet cone in the middle, though. Um, the torso kind of has a bit of a dip in there, and the structure of the middle of the torso is actually very similar to the original RX-78, if you look at it there. Like, it has the, um, you know, like the chest armor that has, like, the indents going mm-hmm. down the middle, um, which is kind of interesting. Uh, the shoulders, uh, you have a big thruster in the middle, uh, large front and back armor attached to the uh, shoulder, like in separate sections, and then you have a bit of armor hanging down over the bicep. Uh, upper upper arm is pretty simple in design, just squares, kind of tapers towards where the joint is. The lower arms are a bit fancier. It looks like you have possibly Vulcans or something on the base um, of them, because mm-hmm. it mentions a Vulcan gun, and they're definitely not on the head. So I think that these are wrist, like wrist Vulcans. Um, it looks like they're only on the upper part of the arm, or the I guess the outer part of the arm. They're only on one side. They're not on the bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it's hard to tell actually. Now that I look, because I was looking at the other arm for reference, but now I can't tell if the other arm, like if the hand is rotated differently. You know, yeah, you never can tell. Anyway, uh, then you also have these weird little like. It would, they look like they would open into being like missile latches, but uh, like on the uh, forearm there. Mm-hmm. And you've got very beefy hands, though. That's mostly the art style making them beefy. Uh, the side skirts are kind of unique. Like they've got like a bit of a thruster thing going on the top and bottom, like a vent and a thruster or an intake and a thruster. Uh, the front skirts kind of a weird shape to them too. Uh, they are still, like, simple in terms of, like, overall detail. They just are mostly, like, bevels, and they do have, like, a little circle. Um, same with the crotch, also a circle. Uh, thrusters at the bottom. You have a little, what I would presume is a red piece at the top, given this is a Federation suit. Nope, it's yellow and fan colorations. Uh, however, it is right oh, on the manga cover. Yeah, yeah, I was okay. going to say, but the, the manga... <laughs> so that fan art shouldn't be on the wiki, because it's not even accurate. Anyway, sorry. Um, always get grumpy about that. Uh... Yeah, so then the legs, uh, upper legs, can't really see too much on them. Uh, the lower legs, they're very Zeta-esque, actually, these lower legs, right? Like, the shape of them. Yeah, and yeah. even, like, the knee armor design, it's just very Zeta-esque. Uh, the feet are very, like, embedded in the bottom of the leg. Um, and then for the backpack, you've got a large, almost double Zeta-style backpack. It's got a beam cannon on either side. Um, it's got a bunch of, like, wings and such. You can't really see too much of it on the MS mode, though if I switch over to the, uh, aerial mode, the B mode for booster mode, uh, you can see that, yeah, it's, it's just got wings and stuff. It's basically got a whole ass plane on its back, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, um, so, yeah, we've got the B mode, which is the booster mode, uh, which, to be fair, this also has a core fighter, uh, and the B mode, so the B mode drops the MS parts, I think, entirely to make this, by the way, it looks like, or does it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, I because don't think look it underneath. does. I think they just fold up into the body. Oh, weird. Okay. 
So this is just a mob- mobility mode. This is like a like. G Fortress kind of thing. Yeah, weird. Okay. And then you have the F mode, which is the fighter mode. Uh, the fighter mode uh, has it deployed horizontally, and this is sort of a flight mode. Basically, it, looks it just like, lifts the backpack, though. It's like Dagdoll mode. Or like the, um, what is it, the gym intercept. Uh, sure, yes. The, with the booster on. Yeah. Um, this is overall a neat suit. Uh, it is definitely like a weird manga thing. Um, it's a weird manga thing, and also, in, in universe, it was sort of a disaster. It was like a lot of important steps in the process of, of transformable MS, but it didn't fucking work. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, you can see the bottom of it. Yeah, there are all the MS mode parts on the bottom of it. They all just fold up to have the thrusters going out. I actually uh-huh. really like those hidden thrusters above the feet, by the way. Like, if you look at, like, how the feet are bent there. Um, this actually does a really good job of hiding any mobile suit uh, in its MA yeah. mode. Ironically, I think its MA mode is the coolest looking part. I yeah. think that's the best looking one. I like the mobile suit a lot, but that's because I think it has a really cool head. It has a cool head. It's it's a lot of weird shapes and choices. Yeah, yeah. Which is, um, you know, which is valid, but... Yeah. I just, I like this era of, like, weird manga units. That's probably why I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a test type of it. The test type, uh, is bizarre. It look it has a gym head. Uh, and it has rudimentary legs and no arms. Uh-huh. This is like a test type, like an actual last test type. It is just like frames of a leg and no arms. And then it's mostly a thing where the head tucks in, the backpack folds over, and the core booster can pop out. It yeah, is, the flight mode looks all right. Yeah. Well, th- that's because it's clearly designed it's, it's to, all to it be is. able to yeah. do that perfectly. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it reminds me of the, um, you know, future Gundam, but it reminds me of the early Curios, right? Where it's just like. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like it just for being that, though, too, just for willing to be that. The GT4 was apparently the test bed for all, uh, the Ashamar as well, but we didn't cover it in the Ashamar episode, so may as well get it here. This is going to be a long one, uh, folks, well, if according, it wasn't evident. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a two-parter. Um, according to the history, it's like, basically, the, the team that worked on the GT4, eventually their project was cancelled because it was too much of a mess, and they went to work on different projects, and so it's like the two different traditions became yeah. the complaint of the Ashamar. Yeah. Oh, you um, think it's gonna or is it gonna have to be two parts? It's already been an hour, Dylan. And we haven't even gotten to like other <laughs> We haven't variants. done anything. <laughs> well, we've talked about the Fafner, I think, because we talked about the Fafner when we did the double Zeta, so we can skip that. Because that was the remember that was the one from uh oh no yes. we didn't even talk about it during double Z we talked about it when I uh, showed you uh, the book yeah it was a cleanup, cleanup episode I believe um I do just me- want to mention it I've added it to our cleanup list before we move on but from the GT4's page there is the Zaku speed and I think it looks dope and we'll talk oh about yeah it the eventually. Zaku speed rules um okay. Let's okay. If we're doing a two part, then we should do the AOZ stuff as the second part because there's a lot of AOZ stuff. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So uh, moving on, uh, I'm going to skip the uh, Byerlink Custom and the Inksha. We've already talked about those. Uh, have we talked about all the Gundam Mark Threes? I think we have. Yes, right? we have. I mean, I don't know how much like I don't know how much we mentioned the uh, the Freya. And the Durai, but also it's because we can't, so. Yeah. 
I love um, I love that they are listed as having Vulcans. They're like, listen, we don't know anything about these machines, but they have Vulcans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Eh. Gundam Wiki. Thanks, Gundam Wiki. All right, the Gaplant Kai. This is a very simple one to go over because this is a fucking weird SD Gundam suit. Uh, the Gaplant Kai... Well, I say suit. It's not a suit anymore. It is an upgraded Gaplant that was just turned into a high-altitude interceptor. Uh, and it's just a jet that still has a head. Uh, so you basically take the MA mode of the Gaplant and you go, okay, what if we just made a jet out of this? Uh... To be fair, it looks kind of sick. Um, no, you make you make references to double O. This looks like a double O design. Yeah. So uh, the armor is now mostly white. Uh, the head is still like embedded in that torso. It's a similar head design, though a little bit fancier. Like it's got like parts that kind of extend out and back a bit more. Um, the quote unquote torso, like that upper torso area, has flattened and gotten more angles. Um. The crotch has increased in size and is now just a full-on nose, and it's fused to the torso. Uh, these side skirts are kind of popped out a little as, like, weird little intakes. Um, the arms... Well, it no longer has arms, really. It just has, like, a fuselage that's folded back on either side. And mm-hmm. they have uh, wings sticking out, and these wings have uh, uh, binders on them. Uh, these binders have diffuse beam cannons on them, as well as Vulcans. And I uh, believe also the 12-tube missile launchers are also located on the binders. I, I would have to look at the animations in-game, but I... Oh, no, they are located on the legs. Okay, what were the legs, I think? Um, huh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, no, no, they're... Oh, no. Um, are they on no, the if arms? You, if you look at down in the gallery, the one that has the, uh, the Kai... You can also see the little binders that are right up next to the head have those red parts that are doors. Oh, yes, up. okay, yeah, those are the replacements for the arms, okay. Or no, wait, are those the torso? No, yeah, those are for the I back. Think... Those are the quote-unquote yeah. arms where those would be um, on the normal design. Yes. Uh, and then, yeah, if you look at the bottom, uh, the, the legs are now just thrusters. Like, there's not really any resemblance to being legs, and they're not even separated. Um, there's also just a single, like, I believe that's just a red thruster pointing downward. Um, and then the backpack has kind of, like, become pointy now, and has, like, this weird, has this very futuristic-looking design to it in a way that looks really cool. Anyway, overall, this is a weird design. <laughs> um, oh, that's really funny. So, okay, I guess the the story behind both this and the, uh the Gaplant Karaba custom uh-huh. are that after the day of Dakar and that speech, uh, the Federation was like tugging their collar and was like, Oh boy, no, yes, we totally support Karaba and made these real quick and sent them to them. That's really funny. Um, Oh, actually. So I noticed something, those missile launchers that are open. If you look, those are optional on the kit. I imagine in SD Gundam, it uses the missiles without actually using the missiles. Like, mm. it doesn't show where they are come from, probably. Sure, um, that makes sense. So you can see that, like, yeah, those. so those are actually optional parts. That's I was, like, staring at those. I'm like, looks like they built that differently. But then I looked at the later images and realized, oh, those are attachments. Okay. Yeah, if you look at the line art, they're not present at all. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Yeah, and so these are just, like, high-speed interceptors. Uh, this is, like, one of those designs that I think is cool an idea, but also part of it breaks the illusion of Gundam to me, right? Because 
it's just basically okay we turned a mobile suit into a jet again and now it's really really good at doing like aerial stuff and it's like wait a minute wait a minute oh i feel like i i feel like i like that i mean yeah it's just one of those things i mean i like it still i just i guess it doesn't break the illusion for me in reality but i'm more i i can imagine people would have the illusion broken for them because wait you just made a jet that it is it is one of those things with with mecha fiction that I feel like it is. I'm not gonna say it's bad ones, right? But like, okay, so. <sighs> I mean, folks, in Gundam, who cares about the saber fish? You have to do me a favor and not look into this, right, listeners, Dylan? Okay. There was a point in my life where I wrote a Code Geass fanfic, right? And there came a point where I was doing a bunch of that writing and I got pretty far in and I was like, wait, given the way I'm writing this, which is treating a lot of the world elements more seriously. Listen, I was a lot younger. It was like a decade ago. Anyway, uh, I think I have to revise this because it doesn't make sense that they don't use fighter jets in this world. (laughs) I mean, tanks are usually portrayed in most mecha media moving slower than actual tanks move and firing more clumsily than actual tanks fire. And jets have to be just treated like, oh, they're just paper mache and they don't get things done because, you know. And like Gundam, the thing about at least, you know, UC is that in large part, it comes up for a reason for this to happen. If you are moving at jet speeds while dealing with Monofsky particles, so much jet combat is instrument-based, you'd be fucked. Yeah, so it makes sense having a mobile suit become a jet. I guess it's more, why don't they make more things like this, though, would be kind of the question, right? Well, because of that instrument problem, right? Because I think this thing probably actually had limited use case because you're moving too fast and you're not going to be able to apply your weaponry. You know what? That's fair. Uh, I will say this is a Junior Shigaki design, one of his many SD Gundam G-Gen originals. Uh, it's a pretty cool one. I do yeah. quite like it. Um, but yeah. See, in in my tabletop game, my answer is because the legislators are biased towards humanoid designs, and they are less harsh on what you're allowed to put on a humanoid weapon. Um, Thinking, you know, meme or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> next one next design uh would be the Gaplant erasia custom uh this is from echo i i am not i do not know how to pronounce it du ciel yeah as I, I i imagine not correct but uh and this is a weird custom Gaplant used by the rival character of the main pilot asana um and it's pretty cool uh yeah. it's a weird Okay, so you take the Gaplant, you add a fish fin to the head, like a very fish fin looking thing. Uh, so most of it is similar to the Gaplant on the torso. Uh, it's got a slightly different shape to the um, like fuselage on the front. It's Mainly, like sharper. Yeah, and it actually comes up a little bit. It has a bit of a cut, like it's not as wide as the normal one. If you look at the crotch, you'll see why it's for the... Because when it's in MA mode, it needs more clearance for the uh, crotch. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, sh- shoulders and whatnot are the same. And the arms have a bit more rounded armor going on with them, though. And I do really love the armored finger look it has on the hands there. It looks really good. Yeah, it's it's got, like, pink armor on the fingers, but then, like, very solid, like, visible gray joints. This, it's really cool. The, this color scheme reminds me of, like, 
you know, some sleeves designs from Unicorn, and then also a little bit of, like, Messers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the one Commander Messer, uh, it's mm-hmm. that pink, purple, and yellow. It's really good looking. Yes, yeah, it looks And it terrific. has, like, and also has, like, a uh, eggplant kind of color if you look at, like, the torso or the, uh, some parts of the binder and such, mm-hmm. or the hand armor. Sort so it's of got, substituting like, a nice, for a gray or black, yeah. Yeah, it's got a nice mix of, like, complementing colors. Um... Moving on to the waist, uh, you do still have the front and back uh, skirts, like, kind of in that fused design thing going on, uh, though the, the front skirts are slightly different in shape. There's a bit of a, more of a bump on the uh, thing connecting them to the front and the back. Um, also, it looks like the front skirts would actually be capable of independent movement, given the change yeah. in design. Uh, and the side skirts are a bit more rounded. Uh, the crotch is, so it still has, like, the little, like, plate on top like uh it's got a yellow you know what a lot of federation suits get on the crotch on the top uh but then the bottom uh this thing has added like a large caliber gun to the crotch um Mm -hmm. it is referred to as a machine cannon uh it is very oh wait actually is it the machine cannon or the Gatling cannon? Hold on, let me look. So it's the machine cannon with a Gatling cannon below it, I believe. Oh, okay. It. Yes, and so the, and it has the Gatling cannon. Uh, these so, are basically, yeah. mostly these are used in Vulcan-like ways, but yeah. Well, the, it says the, 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 the machine cannon is, you know, reasonably effective against mobile suits. Yeah, just not Seems against like... super heavy armor, but yeah. Right. Um... Plus, it also fires a large number of bullets. It fires them very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, can shred that... through almost anything, regardless of how durable it is. That's a statement you made that I don't believe. Um, I do like that it has, like, the weird, like, barrel, like, with all the holes, like, the cooling yeah, holes air, in it. air-cooled, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, going on to the legs, the legs Oh, are... you know? Oh, yeah. Sorry, this is just a dumb thing. But I bet air cooling would be really effective on an aircraft because you're flying really fast. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah. Um, the legs are mostly the same. Uh, the bell bottoms look a bit more sleek and uh, such, but the actual design is m- pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, though you do get a slightly different shape on the foot protector, and the foot is a bit more of a high heel. Like, the feet are just taller. It's not really a high heel because... It's not just the heels that are high. The whole foot is just high. Mm-hmm. It, it's, uh, it, but yeah, it's it's got bigger feet, basically. Tall and arched. Yeah. Um, the back of it, the backpack is a bit of a different design. It's a bit thinner, and also it only has two thrusters below it. Uh, so it's a bit of a smaller backpack overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we look at the arms, now the binders are really weird because it actually has asymmetrical binders. Um, yeah. So what you have is on the right arm, you have a stubbier binder that has a double beam cannon at the end of it. Um, it still has thrusters on the back of it. Uh, it's just like a shorter, stubbier binder, though. It's a bit more. This one also feels like it's more of a shield, like like a thick shield mm-hmm. in terms of design. Whereas the other one is like this really long pointed one. Now this one is actually the one that's more of a shield because you know it doesn't have any weapons or anything built in and it is bigger uh it's just funny because it's it's taller but it's a bit more narrow than the other one too and it well, has, i actually uh, think it's more of a booster 
Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe it's just more of a booster in that one. Because it says that this thing basically is what solves the fuel problem for the plant. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, and, then, and so it's got this one really long binder on the right arm, though, that or on the left arm that has just a thruster at the end. Uh, only one thruster, but then probably, yeah, it's probably a bunch of fuel mm-hmm. as well. Um, this thing looks pretty sleek in MA mode, too, even with having, like, asymmetrical wings. I actually like that a lot. The, yeah. Having the guns on the crotch looks really cool. Yeah, when it, it, looks, when it, folds up. it looks really good. And I also like the, the way the center crotch piece folds up to be, like, the nose gun. It all looks great. Yeah, this is a cool-looking custom. Uh, I quite like it. I like a lot of the machines from, um, from Ecole du Ciel. I'm sad none of them have any models or toys or anything ever. Because mm-hmm. they're just really cool. Uh, it is funny because this can optionally have the uh, thruster piece from the um, from the normal Gaplant, and it just looks completely out of place because this design is so much more rounded. But they just drew the exact design from you know original Zeta for the thruster there. It's just mm-hmm. funny looking in the uh, art in the comments. Also looking at that. Uh, oh, if you look at the head art, also. Uh, it went in MA mode, it, it folds the chin up, uh, which looks very... I mean, the normal Gaplant also does this, uh, but it looks kind of funny on this one. It looks like a... I don't know. It looks like it closed its mouth. I just I like the way this looks. Also, like, actually, if you look at the back of the head, uh, detail I didn't notice before, it has these, like, cable-like ports on the back of the head that look really cool. Like, these weird little things. Yeah. I assume that's for part of the MA mode it sort of plugs back in. Yeah. It's really neat. I don't know what the purpose of that is, really, but, you know. Maybe to keep the head stable. Yeah, uh, that would make sense. Um, given that they added the f- decorative fin to it. Oh, I, gu- I say decorative. I guess it would have a use on Earth, though, because it is, like, where a tail fin would be somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, neat design. I do like this one. Uh, alright, and then the next one would be the aforementioned before, uh, Sturmjaeger. Yeah. Uh, this is from Revival of Xeon and Operation Buran 0079, which this should not be an Operation Buran 0079 because that, what? That timeline does not make sense. Anyway, whatever. Uh, this is a cool Kondo design, though. I like this thing. Um, it is a Gaplant wherein the arms have just almost been entirely replaced by binders. Not, it still has the arms, but they are smaller. Uh, so... Being a Kondo design, the head has been shrunk, though the head itself looks pretty similar to the Gaplant head. Um, though the torso now, the upper torso has been scaled up quite a bit. Uh, it is large. Large. Yeah. Oh, I said large. Uh, <laughs> the, the, it has a camera added to the uh, left side of the torso, and it also has these little fins on the top of the uh, like collar area. Um, the lower torso is pretty much hidden completely by the upper torso. Uh, you do have, like, the large wells that the arms are now plugged into with some extra cables going on there, uh, that you can see hanging. Uh, and then the arms, so, instead of having the binders attached to the arms, the binders are the shoulders. Now... Uh, you can see it, if you look at the other angled art, you can see it a little bit better down there, uh, in the gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, instead of using the binders, though, as pieces attached to the arms, these are just gigantic shoulders now. So I guess I'll just go over them here instead of later. 
they have the thrusters at the end. They have huge intakes. Um, they have what appear to be, like, I would assume Vulcans, given the size of the barrel, more towards the base. Uh, it does mention also two times twin Vulcans. Uh, and then... Uh, it, see, the armaments list is a little weird because it, it says times two twin Vulcans, right? And then times two twin beam cannons. Uh-huh. Uh, which, okay, there are two barrels that are a little lower that look like they would be beam cannons. But then there's also two barrels at the end, right? So you've got, like, the barrels that are here, which these are probably Vulcans. Uh, they are actually similar to the design of the Vulcans on the Gaydry's torso. Uh, but then you have these barrels located at the middle of the binder. And then, of course, you have the barrels located at the end. So I, I think this might have more weapons than is mentioned here. But I will note that uh, MAHQ does not list its armaments. And yeah. uh, I, I choose to trust that. I think this list is on the Gundam Wiki is bullshit. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, so it has many weapons going on on these binders, clearly. Uh, I would assume that the smaller barrels on the front or on the back and middle are probably Vulcans. Uh, probably for a mix of intercepting or just, you know, for use in MA mode. And then I imagine it's like a double beam cannon at the end there. Like a bigger one and then a smaller one. Mm-hmm. Um, would be my assumption. Uh, then the arms, so the arms are kind of like sticking out of the bottom of these binders. They are very small and they kind of end in like your classic Kondo little, yeah, the little grabby hands at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like they might only have a it doesn't look like they actually have five fingers in the later art the original art definitely has five fingers but the later art looks like it might just have like the weird little three finger design um can't really get a good look at the legs unfortunately like the or the uh side skirts and everything though so the front skirt area is a bit more standard than the normal plants, surprisingly um then you have simple front skirts these side skirts look like they have these, like, big circular pieces. What they remind me of, actually, is, um... Let me pull it up real quick. If you look at, like, the side skirts on, like, something like the GPO-4 or the, uh, I think... No, not the GPO-3. Just, like, the GPO-4 or something, like, where they have, like, the little bolts on the top, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's big. It's much bigger than these. Uh, I forget, does the GPO-2 have side skirts like this, too? No, it's the GPO four. Okay, that has that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's got these like really long side skirts, and they have that little like circular piece at the base uh, of them where they connect into the body. Um, you can kind of also see on the lower body. I think that's a strut above there, maybe like a metallic strut. I don't know. Unfortunately, this is a design that because it's you know for a manga, uh, we don't have a lot of good art for. There is a custom model, but. Um, even the custom model that we have in MS mode, we don't get a good close up of, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And the there's uh, also an uh, MA mode. Tiny. There's also an MA mode model, but the picture is even smaller. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, moving on though, the legs are a little weird because they kind of like by default are kicked forward. Quite um, far. Yeah, quite far. They're not like degenerate really, but. They are just, like, kicked forward, like, the lower leg. Um, mm-hmm. 
does have the same kind of leg design overall, though less of a bell bottom. It still has outer and inner thrusters, though, on the legs. Uh, the feet are small, uh, and then it has these two little, like, heel pieces that just kind of kick down, like, little kickstands. Uh, and then finally, the backpack. The back of this thing is massive. Like, it, it's... Instead of it just being, like, this little binder that you have on the, uh, normal one, this is just, like, a huge binder that ends in a bunch of thrusters and stuff, if you look at the, uh, MA mode. Um. Mm -hmm. Just this huge fin. And actually, looking at it... Oh, sorry, if you look at the MA mode, uh, you may notice that binder doesn't even get fully drawn there. It goes off-screen. Because that's the leg on the left there. Where it's, is this on the model kit? They're not even here. Um. Uh. The. I mean, the model is a custom model, so you might just not yeah. do it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, the custom model doesn't seem to have it. Um, the custom model does it in a really weird way. Actually, looking at that art, uh, it does it very thin. The, the question I'm wondering, though, is that it mentions in the description here that it can attach external boosters. Are those supposed to be the external boosters? or You know, that but that might be an external booster now that I look at it, because if you look at the later art, it just does have the thin one, like that other mm -hmm. art of mm -hmm. it. So, um, being a Kondo designer, it has a couple of arts. Uh, also piloted by the ace known only as Meyer. God. The Witch of Sirius. <laughs> I also want to. So there's there's a collection here of of customs of some of Kondo's stuff from Revival of Zeon, and I just want to point special attention to the Goblin, which is basically the most Kasuhisu Kondo design of all time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a tiny, stout little guy with a huge side skirt and a little a, like huge shoulders, spikes, and a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. That's Kondo right there. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, otherwise, though, I quite like the Sturmjäger. Oh, apparently, also, the knee joints are actually reversed. Yeah, so this has reverse joint legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it performs poorly on rugged terrain, but it, you know, it, it, it is good in the air. And I guess with reverse joint legs, it would be, in fact, like, uh, what those are used for in Armored Core, which is to say jumping and flying. Yeah. So, um, I think this design's pretty cool looking, overall. I, I, I mean, I like, I have a soft spot for Kondo's designs, but I think making just, like, these giant binders, honestly, I feel like it doesn't even need the arms. I think if it just had giant binders, that would be cool, too, you know? I think I don't like this thing, but I don't, like, I don't, like, feel strongly. I'm just like, eh, no, I don't think it comes together for me. I don't know. I, Kondo's designs, very often, I end up not loving. That's fair. Um, all right. Well, we have just covered it for about an hour and 20 uh, of talking about the Gaplant and its many variants. Uh, so, do we want to take a break here and then we will do, we'll do part two like next week or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll do the we'll cover all the AOZ Gaplant stuff. Um, might be a short episode overall, but if we cover it now, it'll still add like forty minutes to our current thing. So, yeah, you know. yeah. You know what? And if if we have time. We can just double back and cover some other Revival of Zeon weirdos. We can cover the Breda and stuff. Yeah. Just for um, fun. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. All right. So, Six, where can people find you and your work online? 
the Jaguar one. Um, you can find me on Twitter, co-host and blue sky at six Detmar S A X D E T T M A R. Though a fair warning, I never look at blue sky. I think I'll get an email if you DM me and I'll respond to that. But otherwise I don't, I don't care. That's um, fair enough. if you're going to DM me, probably Twitter is the easiest one. If you're going to read things I write, then it's going to be co-host. Um, my DMs are open. Anything you got to ask me, if you have a request, if you have a question, if you have some, some, you know, comments, all of that goes to me. Um, and then my work can be found on scanlinmedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinmedia. Dylan, what about you? Uh, you can find me on all three of those websites as well, on, uh, on Twitter, on Blue Sky, on Cohost. Uh, you can find me at LowPolyRobot on all three. Um, haven't really been posting very much on any of them. Been spending most of my time, more time away from the computer again, and always good for my mental health to do so. Also, just been kind of busy, um, between work and some house stuff to, to be taken care of. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I, I am in those places. I post. That was the last thing I was even posting on Twitter. Was I've been posting cool toys I got lately because I got the. I got I got the Gadram, I got the GPO four, and I got um, I got my favorite version of Grimlock, because uh, Ivy, my partner Ivy, has gotten me really into Transformers. I I am not actually really into Transformers, but I do like the toys and they are fun. Anyway, also this color scheme for Grimlock is really cool. Uh, he's yeah. a dinosaur. Yeah, it's all right. I also like that he's specifically a very upright dinosaur. Like, he's still an 80s-style dinosaur. I think that's neat. Or, like, you know, older art illustration, because the whole thing with T-Rexes, you know, is them going a bit more vertical. Oh, uh, fuck. Hey, Six, we'll save this for next time, too. Sorry. Let's save our good page for Jared's sortie order. I'm going to just link it to you here, because I'll see it when we call next time. Uh, Sure, I can see that. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, cool. Uh, and then, yeah, that's it, though. Uh, don't really, haven't been posting too much. Might later. Who knows? I never know. I don't plan these things. <laughs> uh, anyway, for a sign-off six, what do you got? Roar, roar, roar. What? Um, I, so I didn't want to do one for Mozamia because that character's problematic. Um, so instead I found some, some shots of, uh, Ingrid. Zero, who calls herself Johnny Ridden for some reason, also from the Johnny Ridden manga. And I found a panel of her saying something, and I plugged it into Google Translate. Oh. <laughs> let me, let me and I, I think the end result is very funny to Oh me. no, she's that one! The one that's with Yazan! Ugh! Ugh. I know it's problematic, but it's also very funny just to see the, like, all lowercase roar, roar, roar coming out of her face there. God. Uh, I'm making the same face as Yazan, but mine is more negative than his. (laughs) His is pretty positive. Is it? Uh, I guess it is. He's living the dream. Oh, yeah, no, he's smiling. Damn it. I was looking at it from the distance, uh, and it looked like he had just, like, a straight line for a mouth and no i didn't notice his his he's smiling Damn. oh yeah he's he's smirking he's onto something he's scheming i mean that's that's he's on that's what he does yeah, that's true that's true how is he why is he still alive all right
Peace. Peace.